0: Hey, this is the coach from the Coach and Cole show. And as you know, I'm an avid DFS player. And when I play DFS, I want to make sure that I have the tools I need with the statistics and the projections necessary to make sure that my lineups compete with the best of the best. And in order to do that, I've got to make my way over to draftmanager.com, the site that was created by top daily fantasy sports player, A Baby Girl. The site offers the exact tools and projections that he uses to continually rank as one of the top professionals in the industry. It's got a lineup optimizer that can't be beat, tracking software, projections, and even the exact lineups that he plays, and you have access to it all. So get over to DraftManager.com and get all the tools you need to win money in daily fantasy sports, and don't forget to tell them that the coach sent you.
1: You are now listening to a Forward Mile Podcast Network production.
0: Welcome to the Coach of Cole Show. I am the coach, Nick Olson, and it is Friday, February 9th, and I am sitting right next to the co-host of the show, Cole Fouts. Happy Valentine's Day. In the Forward Mile studio, and you are listening to us on the Forward Mile Podcast Network, and as always, this show is brought to you in part by DraftManager.com, the website where you can find all the tools you need to win money in daily fantasy sports. (laughs) It's not Valentine's Day just yet. It's... <laughs> if you could have seen him, he was death-staring me. I mean, he had his eyelids hardly open. I look sleepy. I think because I didn't address his happy Valentine's Day. What? I didn't know you were so into Valentine's Day, especially being a single guy. It's
2: interesting. I'm not into it at all. <laughs> That's, I'm already really lonely, and then that, okay. that day just adds to it. Do you go oh. out and get yourself a box of chocolates? Oh, I, I get it all on the 15th because it's all discounted.
0: <laughs> that is a really good idea.
2: I get all the chocolates. If you're and a I'm, chocolate guy. And then I buy myself flowers because they're half off as well.
0: <laughs> they're and, half dead, but it doesn't
2: matter. Hey, aren't we all? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man. <laughs>
2: that was a perfect setup.
0: That was. Yeah, I guess it's right around the corner. I mean, it is what, the 9th. When is yeah? When
2: is the fourteenth? Uh, Wednesday.
0: Wednesday. That's a that's a terrible. That is
2: a terrible day to. They should change that.
0: Here's my problem with Valentine's Day. I didn't know we were going to get into this, but the problem is, it's so busy everywhere. Everybody yeah. goes out. It's crazy. You can't get a reservation. You sit down. Dude. You're shoulder to shoulder with yeah. people. Let's say a Joe Schmo like yourself doesn't have a date and he just wants to have a go go have a bite to eat somewhere. I'm just a
2: regular Joe Schrow. I can't get a date. Or yeah. a table.
0: <laughs> or a table. You can't do nothing on Valentine's
2: Day. No, I Day. can't.
0: So what I always try to do is take the lady on on, a, on wherever we're going to go for dinner or whatever mm-hmm. on, you know, weekend before, weekend after. But if you want to try to go somewhere like a hotel or a casino or do that kind of thing, they're booked out too. Oh, because yeah. people have the same idea. Right. So, I don't know. It's good business. Good for restaurants and hotels, I'm sure.
2: Well, Valentine's Day is a made-up holiday anyways. Absolutely. No, I'm, I'm being serious. I know, I know. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, there's your there's your why. And Hallmark Holiday, is that what they call it? I think oh, so. shoot, we gave them a cheap plug we shouldn't have. Yeah, I don't think anybody's really paying attention to that. To Right. Don't Nobody listening to us and then, like, oh, Hallmark. All right. You
0: know. never know. P- subliminal messages. Maybe. There's a documentary on that that is very interesting.
2: What's it? Is it on YouTube or something? Could be. Hmm. Could be on YouTube. I'm Anyways, sure. yeah, yeah. Last Valentine's date that I went on. Like you're saying, I had to make the reservation um, well ahead of time. Oh, yeah! And then we got there, and just like I felt so uncomfortable because the tables were way too close to one another. Right. And it was just, I ended up uh, dating the other uh, the other date that was next to me. I ended up making out with her on a date. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: Screw it. Uh, I got, well, the table was so close, I I forgot. I got up, and then I came back, and I didn't know what table was mine. Couldn't tell by the person. Looked just like her. Looked just like her. <laughs> well, hey, uh, our draft
0: manager, hotline guest of the week this week. Who is it? Jeff Latovsky, director, Forward Mile, NBA. We're going to talk a little NBA tread, to, trade, tread, tread water. Ricky Jin, Jean Sanson, Jean Francois. <laughs> we're going to go swimming. We're, <laughs> we're going swimming uh, because the Cavaliers are barely keeping afloat. <sighs> wow. What a save. What a save. We freaking kill it. We don't even try. Oh, man. (laughs) NBA trade deadline. There we go. Is what we're talking with Jeff Latovsky later on in the show. Uh, But to to lead off the show this week. Something happened last week. Right. I mean, that only makes sense. Uh, We're a week removed already. From Super Bowl 52. Go birds! And you <laughs> Go birds! And, and last week we did a, a lot of discussion about the game. Yeah. We ha- made our predictions. And, of course, my prediction was correct. Yours but my, was like,
2: my prediction was correct.
0: But you, what, what you wanted to
2: happen happened... Exactly. But I can't say... Due it. to reverse psychology. Reverse psychology works every time.
0: And it did work. Yes. It worked out. Uh, Eagles, of course, end up winning that game. What um, a game, what a game! The greatest game in Super Bowl history,
2: maybe one of the greatest games of all time. But the thing is, people come back. Oh, what about last year? Right. Last year friggin' sucked for three and a half quarters. It was twenty-eight right. to three. Right. That's the th- yeah exactly. Like, this game was just. I mean, if you're Mike Wilbon and you love defense and you hated this game because apparently that's what Mike did. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess this game sucked. But this game, from start to finish, was just points, points, points. If you get a stop, then you're kind of screwed. The other like right. If, if you don't score, you're screwed. That's what it felt like, and right. it's a lot of, lot of, uh, sweaty uh, palms going on for someone who didn't care about the game. Yeah, like for the
0: first, you had a towel by you, during that game. A what? A towel. You had a towel to keep drying your palms
3: off.
2: Oh yes. Yeah. That's what I use that towel for. It's my palm towel. <laughs> <laughs> but for like the first half of the first quarter, I was just watching the game, and I was like kind of bored. Right. Because I just I didn't care yet. And then it just started picking up. And I was like, "Holy shit, this is a pretty good game." Yeah. And then, obviously, what happened happened.
0: Only one punt in the entire game. Yeah. Broke the record
2: for yardage. Was was there only one sack? Um, you yeah, know, I, I don't think Foles went down. I don't think he did. And I'm pretty sure that was the only the only sack that Brady. He took some hits, but off. I think it very
0: well could have been the only sack of the game. And
2: that was the most important play of the game. Uh, yeah. Brandon Graham knocking the ball Brady off. Brady couldn't get it done. Brady sucks the game away. Can't catch a cold. Can't catch a ball either. Wow. Um,
0: who would have thought that Brady would be running a pass in the game? I wasn't that surprised when the play call happened because as soon as he tossed it, it
2: I knew, it. knew he was. Everyone going, knew it. Yeah.
0: But he was wide open. Right. Now I don't think even if he would have caught this ball, I don't think he would have scored because of how slow he is.
2: Well, it took him about ten seconds to run. But those like, greatest athlete yards. of all
0: time. So uh, great <laughs> dropped the ball. Suck on that. Alligator. One, Coward. <laughs> Alligator arms it. Um, look, I
2: saw some people blaming the throw. You're kidding. Mm-mm.
0: Okay, the throw was right on the money, right in stride.
2: Well, I mean, if you hit the fingertips of anyone, you suck. Yeah, everyone knows that. Brady knows that more than anyone.
0: Take that for data. Yeah, and then Nick Foles is sitting across the poker table and says, "I I see your quarterback passing route, <laughs> pass route, <laughs> trick <laughs> play, <laughs> and, and he, I'll and raise got- <laughs> you." My own on fourth down in the end zone for a touchdown, and we'll even do it illegally without getting caught. You're
2: bluffing, sir, (laughs) and he wasn't.
0: Uh, I didn't notice that they only had six men on the line. Yeah, until afterwards. Until afterwards, the thing I thought was funny is that the quote-unquote analysts on this game, uh, Chris Collinsworth, Alan Michaels, did not. He was very
2: bad, and I don't like to talk bad about uh, announcers. Announcers. He was so biased. It was so bad. Yeah. Just plays after Eagles touchdowns. He was still complaining about the Eagles touchdowns. I, I just, I don't know if he really caught that one. I guess, I guess we'll keep moving on with this game after, like, two <laughs> series after it happened. Yeah, I guess we will, Colin. Yeah, yeah. Oh, did you see Brady? Wow. He was sitting on the sideline. He, he sits better than any quarterback of all time. I love Tom Brady. I'm Chris Collinsworth.
0: I have to say it was noticeable. Um, you know, when that play happened, Foles catches it, scores a touchdown. Uh, Michaels, you know, says a few things, and then he's dead silent. Set. He can't even speak. He's dead silent for 10, 15 seconds. And then finally he chimes in, and it wasn't – there was no excitement in his yeah. voice. Like, that was an amazing play. And that should have been a great moment and a great call of all time, probably. Yeah,
1: fourth and, and two. There
0: was nothing there. There was nothing there. And then Al Michaels – Hello, the California Angels have not been called the California Maybe Angels them that. since the 90s.
3: For the love of God!
2: You can tell he hasn't been calling baseball for a while.
0: Yikes. Yikes.
2: Yeah. Um, but, so, yeah, okay. Do you remember any commercials? Uh, that's what I was going to get into real quick. Besides movie trailers or, or TV trailers? Um, Eli
0: and Odell... The dance, dancing. That one
2: was very good. You liked it? The the reason why I remember it, probably, that one and the Tide ones, is that there was more than one. Right, right. I don't remember a lot of any of those commercials.
0: The Tide ones, I, I thought were, the one was clever, the way they worded it. But nothing special. There was just a lot of them, like you said. I mean, they spent some serious money, Tide did. I mean, they went all in on it.
2: Um, I thought that Mountain Dew
0: Ice one was interesting with Morgan Freeman. Oh, yeah,
2: and uh, Peter Dinklage. There we go. I can not think of his name because I was thinking of Game of Thrones character, and I couldn't think of his actual name.
0: Right. I thought that one was interesting with uh I thought it was pretty good. Was it Pink? Or no, Missy Elliott. Yeah, Missy Elliott. Wow. Not Pink. Uh, Come on, man.
2: Well, she sang the national anthem. With the flu.
0: With the flu. But, yeah, uh, Missy Elliott. Who was the first?
2: Busta. Yeah, that's right. Uh, just the fact that Morgan Freeman was rapping Missy Elliott's song, that's that's pretty special right. in itself. Right, right. Only he could pull that and off. And for you uh, Game of Thrones uh, people, uh, I know you're not, but the subtle hint that maybe Tyrion is Targaryen due to the flames? I mean, you don't know what I'm talking about. No, but, I don't. But if, if people who are Game of Thrones people out there, they maybe that – I hope this is the first hearing of it, but maybe it is, and maybe a little light bulb went off. And I mean, I'm not—I'm not even kidding. What you just said
0: sounded like a foreign language to me. I'm not sure what you said. I heard flames in there. Other mm. than that, mm-hmm. no clue. Um, but we do want to hear one thing that Jason Kelsey said. What a great speech! Um, was this a WWE promo? The Rock or says, was this "You all for a your victory speech at the Eagles' victory parade." Which, by the way, there was free Bud Light for everyone. What? Don't know what Anheuser Busch is thinking here, but yeah, let's go ahead and give the city of Philadelphia
2: free alcohol. That's weird on a, on a few levels. the fact that like there's so many rules against alcohol-related crime In public? First of all, yeah, and it's and it's and it's NFL. Event. Correct. It's, Very, that is really weird. I did right. not know that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yes, they did. Uh, but here's, here's Jason Kelsey. If you haven't heard this, turn this up because it's, it's, it's good. It's pretty good.
3: When Doug Peterson was hired, he was rated as the worst coaching hire by a lot of freaking analysts out there in the media. This past offseason, some clown named Mike Lombardi told him that he was the least qualified head coach in the NFL. We saw a tripping Doug Peterson, a man who went for it on fourth and down, went for it on fourth and down in the Super Bowl with the trick play. He wasn't playing. I am just going to be mediocre. He's playing for the Super Bowl.
0: <laughs> he went for it on fourth and down.
3: He, he
2: probably had some of that free Bud Light. I
0: think so. Uh, he went for it on fourth down. Uh, did you see his getup that he oh, had? Oh yeah, it
2: was genie costume. <laughs> yeah, that's what it looked like to me, anyway. <laughs> um, it was a genie costume, but then he also had some shamrocks on it. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, he was. Um, yeah, definitely, he consumed some Bud Light. I think uh, for Doug sure. Doug Peterson uh, caught one one handed from a fan on one of the floats, and he tossed one. He just he just snagged that thing. Wow. Yeah.
0: Tom Brady went to caught it. Tom Brady would have hit him right in the face. (laughs)
3: Uh,
0: So here's what Kelsey goes on to uh, to say.
3: it don't stop with him. It does not stop with him. Jason Peters was told he was too old. Didn't have it anymore. Before he got hurt, he was the best freaking tackle in the NFL. And they was told he didn't have it. Stephanie She ain't good enough. Jason Kelsey's too small. Late Johnson can't lay off the juice. Brandon Brooks have anxiety. Winston West didn't go to an Division one school. Nick Foles don't got it. <laughs> Mark Levin's too slow. The airplay ain't got it anymore. Oh J.H.I. can't stay healthy. Corey yeah. Smith can't get Nelson Aguilar can't get it. Zach Gers can't block. Red Selleck, too old. Uh, Randy Graham was drafted too high. Uh, Benny Curry ain't got it. Oh, uh, no, can't fit the ski. Michael Cameron can't fit the ski. Nigel uh, Bradley can't catch. Jalen Bill can't cover. Uh, Patrick Robinson can't cover. Uh, it's not <laughs> <laughs> whole
2: I just heard for the first like, I didn't catch it the first time that I listened to that. Yeah. The fans are saying, what? Yeah. That is awesome.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's just the Stone Cold Steve Austin promo. Yeah. Yeah. Man. <laughs>
2: that just
0: makes it so much better. I, know. I I mean, it's great. It's great. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, obviously, we've seen some interesting things at victory parades, like whether it's uh, terrible dancing, the Lakers back in the day. Uh um, Matson, might get it <laughs> I mean mad dog, but this could be this could be one of the greatest it might be the greatest victory speech ever I mean I'm not sure here's the thing I gotta say though boy he's going through he's naming all these guys right, he even throws himself in there he's too yeah. small uh Lane Johnson can lay off the couldn't lay off the juice <laughs> <laughs> who he got he got buzzers right, right 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 um uh receivers can't catch. And literally in the beginning of the year they could not catch. I mean they they mm-hmm. were they they were struggling. I mean they couldn't catch the ball. So I mean some of the some of the critiques were warranted. Um and then I thought it was funny that uh J- Jason Peters is too old, he can't stay healthy, but he was having the greatest greatest year of his career until he got hurt. <laughs> <laughs> kind
2: of contradictory. Right, right.
0: Um but <clears throat> I guess they they've just embraced the underdog mentality. But the thing is, until the playoffs, the only reason they were underdogs is because their starting quarterback got hurt. Yeah. Until their starting quarterback got hurt, they were not underdog. They were the, thought of as the best team in the NFL.
2: Yeah, I mean they were the one seed in the in the NFC for a reason. Right.
0: So while it it, it they clearly they clearly used it for motivation, and it gave us this great speech. But I'm not really sure how true all the critiques were all season because. You know, like I say, they were top in the NFC for yeah. for most of the season.
3: No one liked this team. No analysts like this team to win the Super Bowl, and nobody likes our fans. And you know what? I've just heard one of the best chants this past day, and it's one of my favorite, and it's new, and I hope you all learn it because I'm about to drop it right now. You know what I got to say to all those people that doubted us, to all those people that counted us out, and to everybody who said that we couldn't get it done. What my man Jay Z just said. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: oh wow! Like you gotta listen to the whole thing. Find it somewhere, wherever it's, at, yeah. it's on the internet.
0: It might even be worth your time to watch the video. Yeah. So you can, yeah, see, yeah, you yeah. can see him.
2: But the, the the way that his voice goes out when he says that last piece right, is just right. amazing. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Um,
3: (laughs) It's great.
0: (laughs) It's great. Well, hey, we've got a great show in front of us, Cole. Mm -hmm. And again, thank you to everyone who listens to the show on a weekly basis. Make sure you're subscribing to us on iTunes if you're an iTunes user. And you're favoring our show on TuneIn if you have an Android or Windows device. And we've got to take a short break here, Cole, because... We just have to take a short break. That's that's one of the rules. That's one of the rules of the show. So that's what we're going to do. But when we come back, we're going to talk NBA trade trade deadline. We're going to go through some of these trades, talk about them, and then we're going to be joined by Jeff Litovsky on the Draft Manager Hotline to uh, get his opinion on that and the whole NBA universe as it currently sits. Okay, we'll be right back. Okay. What's up, everybody? This is Josh from the 10 Minute Drill. Make sure you tune into our show where my co host AJ Kelly and I discuss the hottest topics in sports, whether that's the Super Bowl, the Warriors, LeBron, all that good stuff from all of the major sports out there. Make sure you follow the Forward Mile Podcast Network on Twitter at Forward Mile Pod. That's at Forward Mile
3: Pod. And get over to ForwardMile.com to hear our show and get unlimited sports content. That's the 10 Minute Drill every week only on the Forward Mile Podcast Network.
2: Want to get an inside look at recreational Vegas sports betting? Then tune in to the Vegas Squares
0: Podcast on the Forward Mile Podcast Network. Follow us as we discuss the sports landscape and how it relates to the gambling world. Follow us on Twitter at Vegas Squares to interact with us
2: and get our free picks. Check out VegasSquares.com to listen to prior episodes of
1: Tony, Aaron, and Spike giving you their hot sports takes. That's Vegas Squares and Podcasts on Portermile.com. milecom
2: And we're back.
3: We're back. What? What?
2: Better than ever. Yeah, we upgraded during the break. Yeah. I don't know how. I don't know what. I just feel it. You feel it inside.
0: Well, I know one way we did upgrade.
1: <laughs>
2: How's that, coach? <laughs> and
0: that is because we have partnered with Steiner Sports. Yeah, we did. Steiner Sports is the largest sports memorabilia company in the world, and they have spent over 25 years building relationships with more than 2,000 athletes.
3: What?
0: Not only that, they've got long-lasting relationships with major sports leagues and partnerships with the best teams in sports. Cool. And now, just for being a Coach & Cole listener, Cole, you can get a great deal. What is it? When you go to steinersports.com, you can get 15% off every order just by using the promo code FORWARD at checkout. Yes, 15% off. 15? Just for using the promo code FORWARD. How's that spelled? That's spelled F-O-R-W-A-R-D. Pump that baby right in there at checkout at steinersports.com and you can have your favorite player's autograph memorabilia delivered straight to your door
2: that's a pretty good deal i'd say yeah
0: check out steinersports.com don't forget to tell them that the coach and cole sent you
2: uh ford yeah type it in type her in
0: Um. So, yeah, we're back here on the 4Mod Podcast Network.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah, fell yeah. apart there yeah. in the beginning. but uh, You did. I didn't. That was fine. You were fine. So we got some trades going on. Yes, we do. Trade deadline was uh, the 8th at like 3 p.m. or 4 p.m. Eastern or something like that. Well, I would say it had been relatively quiet. And it, how, everyone was just like, "Up until all right, that well, point. I guess nothing's going to happen this right. year. Right, right. And then something happened.
0: And then it was just a snowball effect, and yeah. next thing you know. So let's talk about the Cavs first, because
2: they the big players yesterday.
0: They, they absolutely gutted their roster. Um, and I'd like to get your thoughts on a little bit here on what they've done, because <clears throat> they sent uh, Isaiah Thomas, their prized possession, coming into this season uh, after getting rid of Kyrie Irvin, who requested a trade, wanted out of Cleveland. They thought Isaiah Thomas, who had a great year in Boston last year, would be the savior, would pick up right where Irving left off and there'd be no issues. Hmm. Um but uh that was not the case. Well,
2: they forgot he was coming up with a hip injury and he was five foot nine. It's a the, bit of a disadvantage.
0: Yeah. Yeah, the hip injury is definitely something that's been, you know, hampering him. He he came out and said he's only seventy five percent, all this stuff. He's done a lot of talking.
2: He does a lot He's of done a lot of for, talking for someone who's not good defensively whatsoever.
0: I've seen a stat. I don't know what the heck the stat is. We were trying to find it, but I did see it a couple days ago. He has the, one of the, some of the worst, the worst defensive stat line in the history of the NBA this season. I mean,
2: he's just god-awful. It's probably like his efficiency or his plus-minus or something. It's terrible. I can I mean, not find it either. It's, it's, it's really bad.
0: So, yeah, I mean, he's a liability on defense. They send him, Channing Frye, and a first-round pick, which is top three protected, though. Their pick.
2: Correct. The biggest thing throughout all these trades is that they kept the Nets pick, which is going to be a top-ten pick.
0: Right, the Brooklyn Brooklyn Nets. Yep. Yeah, the Brooklyn Nets draft pick is what they they held on to, which is amazing after all these deals that they were able to hang on to that. That's important for them.
2: Well, I don't think they got anybody that would require that anyways. I, I agree. I agree. Uh, But they get Jordan
0: Clarkson, Larry Nance Jr. in return in this deal. Yes. Um, Clarkson, I think, is a real nice player. Um, I I don't know. I mean, it remains to be seen, right? Because in the short spurts, we've seen him at times. He can light it up. He plays real well. But it remains to be seen what he's going to do with a bigger role. And, you know, they make this deal, and you're thinking, okay, Clarkson, probably going to be the starter, you know,
2: We'll see what happens. Is he gonna be playing the point? This was yeah, this was the first deal. Yeah. And you look at it and you're like, Okay, well Derek Derrick Rose is and, now the starter. And Jordan Clarkson are the point right. guards, but LeBron is essentially the point guard. Right. And you just need some shooters around him, Jordan Clarkson better, you know, get used to spotting up. Right. And that'd be it. But the thing that I like about this trade specifically is they get younger and they get Longer, more athletic. Yeah, right. Which, which is, they needed. Which is good on if if you can switch on defense. That's that's their biggest thing. They just need to be able to switch on defense. Anybody playing whoever Isaiah Thomas plays for, pick and roll with him, switch onto him, and then you can just shoot over his five foot nine. Right. Tiny ass body.
0: And then they go out and get George Hill and Rodney Hood from the Utah Jazz.
2: I love that pickup.
0: Uh Jay Crowder. What the heck
2: happened to Jay Crowder this season? He just well not the same player. The thing with Jay Crowder is that last season he had a such a great season. Like before that he wasn't great. It's was just that last season he's been able to do like really good defensively, like pretty much wherever. He's you know, still a lot of effort. But last season he shot like thirty eight, thirty eight yeah. percent from three and he's gonna come down back down on Earth at some point and uh happen to be in Cleveland.
0: Right. And then they send the go, Derrick Rose along with him, which you know, I'm not I'm sure. Not about, doing this. I'm not I'm not sure, doing this. I'm not sure about that deal. But the, and then the right to swap the twenty I don't know, the twenty twenty four second round pick with the Cavs. So in six years that turns into LeBron James I, Jr. I, <laughs> 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 hey, hadn't that uh yeah. So I like yeah, I like the pickup right, Hill and Hood. Uh, I think
2: Hood's Hood. underrated. Hood if he is I really like him.
0: Again, a guy like Clarkson, right? What will he do with the increased workload? What, do, you know, can he keep his success he has in limited minutes?
2: We'll see. I think Clarkson Hill is a great, you know, pseudo point guard. Yeah. Um, rotation. Yeah. And then you got Hood and Jr. And at this time, Dwayne Wade, right, at shooting guard, and those—that's pretty good rotation there as well. Right. I mean, Hood can shoot, and I feel like he's going to get a good amount of open looks. And the thing about Hood is he's been on a team in Utah for a few years now. He's been really good defensively, so he knows how to play good defense. You know, he's not like a defensive stopper by any means. Right. But he knows how to play a good defense in a system. Right. I like that. I like that for this team. Yeah. And another guy who can switch. I mean, he's a he's a tall dude. He's he's a long guy. Easy to switch on defense.
0: Right. Yeah. No, it, I think it's that's definitely an upgrade there um, with what they were able to do there. No doubt about that. And then yeah. Shumpert's gone. I, I don't know. Shumpert was one of LeBron's guys. He wanted to make sure they kept him going into
2: um, – Shumpert's terrible.
0: He's he's not a good basketball player.
2: There was – I think it was
0: – In the NBA, I should say. I hate when people say that. He's not a good – basketball. he's in the NBA. He's pretty good.
2: Yeah, compared to other NBA players who's not, though.
0: Right, that's what we're saying. Yeah.
2: yeah. Um, I think it was in the finals or some playoff game. And Shumpert, for like three possessions in a row, was the guy taking the shot. And I just had no idea what the hell was going yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. He's a very terrible player when he's asked to do more than just spot up. He yeah. cannot dribble What save his life. And he's going to do great in Sacramento because no one's going to pay attention to him. And then Joe Johnson... Right, uh, he's gonna get bought out. He's gonna
0: get bought out. Same with Rose, uh, in Utah. And Rose is gonna go up to Minnesota. It sounds like. Yep,
2: that's that's what they're saying. And I'm gonna lose my freaking mind. Yeah, if, you can't even talk about it. If, You're really hot about this. Well, he's not. He's not good. He's not good. If he ends up taking, I don't know. I don't know what they're doing it for.
0: The extra piece, the last
2: piece of the puzzle, give Timberwolves a push. Well, Jeff Teague's a starter, right? He's not going to take his minutes. Mm-hmm. And then Tyus Jones, when he's in a lineup with Wiggins, Butler, Taj, and Cat, is literally the best lineup in the NBA. Was. And he better not
3: take his minutes.
0: <laughs> from the numbers, he's going
2: to get somebody's minutes. I think he's going to get somebody's minutes if somebody gets hurt. That's what I think.
0: Okay, so they're going to bring him in as a really deep bench player. He's, in your mind. He left the
2: Cavs twice. He left to go get married and go on a honeymoon and nobody knew about it.
0: Interesting, yeah. The maybe, does, I don't think maybe he doesn't care anymore as much. Like he's just he's kind of realized I'm in the twilight of my career. And he mentioned when he was in Chicago when he was coming back from her he wanted to make sure that he could walk he at can, some
2: point in his life. Later. Right.
0: And so for that point of view, I guess you can't blame the guy. But yeah, like you said, he's he's disappeared twice from Cleveland.
2: Disappeared in, in New York In and New York In New York they really had no idea And everyone was freaking out Yeah they thought he was In Cleveland, yeah. nobody cared Because he, I mean he wasn't good anyways I'm not doing this We're not doing this <laughs> But he's <laughs> No thinking.
0: but yeah So I don't know I, I think it'll be interesting to see I mean they're really trying to get The old band back together Where's Joe Kim Noah When you need him
2: I mean seriously yeah, I'm, a, I'm gonna lose my mind
0: I mean let's go here Tibbs He's trying to get them all back because he knows they almost had it. They just need all the guys back.
2: One more shot. One more run.
0: Let's get the band back together. Here we go.
2: And I said this before, before we started. <laughs> it's crazy to think that the best players from the 2011 team are Taj Gibson and Kyle Korver. Yeah. Everybody else on that team either doesn't play basketball or is in the league as like the 12th man. Right. Yeah. I and, love And we talked about Joe Kim Noah. Do yeah. we know where he's located? I don't think we do.
0: <laughs> I'm not sure. Maybe he's trying tennis on. Yeah, he might. So Wade goes
2: back to Miami. Uh,
0: yeah. Did you see the, the jersey sales?
2: Yeah. I'm pretty sure 8, they sold out. A
0: thousand percent
2: increase from the previous day. The uh, Miami those, Heat merchandise. Those white city jerseys, those uh, Miami Vice. Pink ones? and, yeah. My God, those are. Gorgeous. You liked I. Those are interesting. I didn't mind that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, those ones. I think those are the specific ones that like sold the most. Yeah. And I think it's kind of weird that Nike's gonna and the NBA are changing those every year. The city jerseys.
0: Yeah, I don't know why. Yeah, why are they doing that?
2: Just to continue, so people can
0: say I don't have that one yet.
2: That's why. Got to collect them all. Uh, Do not get rid of the Miami Vice ones, though. Those are perfect.
0: Yeah, those are pretty cool.
2: But I yeah, so, say, so he I, goes I, back to Miami. He's probably going to retire after this year. And if it's not this year, it's next year. Because, I mean, why else would they send him back to Miami? Like, yeah, they did it as like a parting gift.
0: Right. I, and I'm sure LeBron had something to do with this one,
2: right? Well, Where LeBron, do you want to go? LeBron knew, you know what I mean? re, like reports have come out that like they that they knew that yeah. he was still in Miami. Like, he wasn't there physically, obviously. But, like, apparently he was checking scores and just, like, Really? All up on Miami. Yeah.
0: That's interesting because it was with Chicago
2: before that. Well, Chicago's hometown. That's why.
0: Well, right. But I'm saying, was he checking the scores of Miami when he was in Chicago?
2: No, probably because he, he tried harder in Chicago. Yeah. Hometown, uh, you know, we're actually playing well. I'm playing well. Yeah. It's not like he played bad in Cleveland, but he, his role kept getting smaller. Right. And with C.D. Osman or whoever the hell that is, that rookie, uh, coming in out of nowhere, his minutes are going to be even more diminished right. there in Cleveland. So, yeah,
0: so that's interesting. Anyways, we'll uh, be. I'm sure he'll get a heck of an ovation when oh, he comes back. Uh, Emmanuel Mudiay, I mean, big name out of call, co- uh, not out of college, excuse me, but in that what was that 2014 draft, I believe, 15, second 15, second pick of that draft, 15,
2: 15. He um, was not second pick. Yeah, he was, wasn't he? No, he was like six. Oh, okay. I'm going to look it up. I
0: stand corrected. I thought he was the second pick for Denver that that year. Let's check this out. He's going to look it up. Uh, he goes to the New York Knicks.
2: My thing with that is I'm very confused on why the Knicks pick up a guy um, that potentially would compete with minutes for Frank Nicotine, their rookie this year. Right. Uh, he was the seventh pick.
0: Okay, you're right. you're
2: right. You're uh,
0: right. I knew it was a high pick. Anyway, yeah. high pick. What was that? What year was it? 2015.
2: 15,
0: yeah. Okay. So he, I mean, he hasn't really. He was a high expectations for him. Yeah. Been mediocre, and now he goes to New York. The, I, I, I don't know. I'm kind of like eh, because the, the Nuggets get Devin Harris, and then they get a couple picks. Not not nothing. Not a big trade here. Nothing major. But Dougie, like you
2: said, Dougie McBuckets though. Okay. That's the biggest name here He's, for me.
0: He just keeps moving. He just four can't teams, find a home. years. Can't he find just, a home. He seems like a Mavericks guy though, doesn't he? He just fits the the Dallas Mavericks. I think
2: he needs to go back to Creighton. <laughs> put, on, put
0: on a mustache. <laughs> okay. Light him up. Um. Yeah. And then this one I kind of thought was interesting. Alfred Payton going to Phoenix.
2: Orlando sucks. Right. They cannot develop talent to save their lives. Go look at their draft picks. There's so many that. Go look at them and then the Kings draft. I We need to put out a Twitter poll on that. Okay. Who is the worst at developing draft picks? I don't think that since like 2010, either one of them have more than like three players that are on there from, that they drafted. Wow. They suck.
0: Why is that, I wonder? I mean, it's just –
2: Top to bottom.
0: Yeah.
2: Owners, GMs, scouts, coaches. They need. They need to overhaul down there. They need some new people in there. They need to fold some franchises. I think. I'd fold a couple. Get rid of a couple.
0: Yeah. You think that would help the NBA? Oh yeah. Because you're the bottom feeders. So, would you bring back the Supersonics? Yep. I definitely would. Okay. And then you're gonna. So you'd move. Maybe let's say Orlando would move. Across the United States to the Seattle SuperSonics. I'm not moving
2: that team though. I'm not moving any of those any of those people. Oh, okay. So you want to just blow that up? Yeah. Fold, brand fold new franchise. Teams. You know, what? I'd fold Sacramento as well. They suck. No one cares. Yeah. need a brand new brand new arena. Bulldoze it. Who cares? Make it a parking <laughs> lot. I would I would fold that one. I would fold uh, Orlando. Um, you know, I'd fold New Orleans. But I would keep – you know, I would, I would probably play the, the All-Star game there every year. In New Orleans. Yeah.
0: That's, that's a great place for events like that. Yeah. It seems like.
2: Um, but I'd fold that team because that team sucks. I hate how much they sucked putting talent around um, Anthony Davis.
0: Yeah, they've had trouble with that.
2: I mean, that's cool that they got boogie, but, I mean, they got him from the Kings. Yeah. The Kings did going to get folded as well. So it goes right there.
0: Yeah. Well – I think uh, I think it's definitely been interesting, and you know, gave us something to talk about. It'll be interesting to see how the Cavaliers can gel.
2: You know, yeah, twenty nine games, twenty nine games, and and the it's overall. gonna be was, yeah. That, I mean, the, the amount, the like, they were just right. I was getting notifications left and right. right.
0: Well, and I'm inter- I'm really interested to see what Isaiah Thomas can do
2: in the Lakers jersey. Um, but, and that's the thing too, the Lakers, what. Three days ago, said something about you know we're not looking at 2018 summer looking looking at next year. Okay. With this with this trade, they just got rid of Nance had like two mil on his on his contract. It's not a big deal, but Clarkson had in the teens somewhere, mm-hmm. and then Isaiah Thomas, his contract is expiring. They're not gonna they're not gonna resign him.
0: That's that's what I was thinking because in my head I'm wondering is this a strategy a, a really Deep strategical decision from Cavalier from Cleveland, excuse me, to trade Thomas to the Lakers to try to stop LeBron from
2: going to the Lakers because gonna, he doesn't want to play with Thomas. But, but they're not going to pick him up. They're not going to sign him. If anything, the Cavs just helped the Lakers open up two max spots, right? Which okay. is
0: insane. So in your mind it was reverse. So now they've they've allowed them to. Not only bring in LeBron James, but bring in a second guy. No,
2: Paul George. Maybe possibly. it's
0: Paul George. Maybe it is.
2: If you have, let's see, Le- Lonzo, Paul George, LeBron, Julius Randle possibly. I don't I have to look at that contract. Uh, Kuzma. You got a bunch of big guys, yeah. but no big guys. Right. I mean, they're just tall. Right.
0: Well... Let's continue this NBA conversation here. Okay. With our draft manager hotline guest of the week who happens to be ready to rock on the Draft Manager Hotline, Jeff Latowski, Forward Mile NBA Director. Jeff, how you doing?
1: Doing great. Nice to be with you guys.
0: Awesome. Great, great. Awesome. Well, let's talk about the let's start off talking about the deal that made waves a week or so ago, uh, before the trade deadline, uh, all the all the news that happened there in the last few hours, uh, the the Clippers dealt Blake Griffin uh, to the Detroit Pistons. They packaged Willie Reed, Bryce Johnson uh, to them, and they got Tobias Harris, Avery Bradley, and I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce his name again. Cole, you Boban Marjanovic? Yeah, Marjan. Which...
2: I'm pretty sure that's not correct, but it's it's close. We know who he is. Yeah, uh, and big, then, big guy. Yeah, uh, sure.
0: first and second round pick, uh, along with that. And and since Griffin's got to Detroit, they're five and zero. They're game over five hundred, and now they're tied for the number eight seed in the East. Uh, he's led them to four straight victories. Uh, so, Jeff, mm-hmm. do you think Griffin makes them a contender in the East now?
1: I really do. Depending on one thing, his health. You know, he's been a, he's been a guy who's been in the NBA you know for all the, for these the 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 start of his his career and he's had difficulty you know finishing a season and staying healthy for you know more than more than a month or two at a time so it, when Blake Griffin is is healthy and he's and he's good to go you know he's as good as any power forward any center any any type of player in the league i think and he and he gives detroit a really another nasty You know, element into their offense, and then plus he plays some defense too, which you you like to see in the NBA. Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. Now the thing's going to be here if the if the Pistons can make a run in the East, you know they're going to have to go through the number one seed Boston right now, but they're also going to have to go through uh, LeBron and the new look Cavs who gutted most of their roster, uh, including the man that they traded Urban for in uh, Isaiah Thomas. They also traded Channing Frye, Jay Crowder, Derek Rose, Mon Shumpert, Joe Johnson, a uh, huge list of guys. In return, they got George Hill, Rodney Hood from Utah, and then Jordan Clarkson, Larry Hayes mm-hmm. Jr. from the Lakers. Uh, you know, Jeff, in your mind, is are they better than they were before they made all these moves, or, or what's your thoughts on what the Cavs did?
1: You know, I don't, I don't think if they're, they're, they're considerably a little better, let's put it that way. Because they they have players that that are actually can, that will play a little bit of defense. I, that's what I look at. Is, as I told you with with Blake Griffin, I thought he's you know he's a he's a guy that's going to play on both sides of the floor, and and both Hill and and you know some of these guys that, that, that the Cavs did get, you know they they play defense. They they're not just offensive players. They're not great offensive players either. But they're 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 the kind of players that will fit into your system and will make you go. What we saw it was an obvious. Non-fit for it for Isaiah Thomas with the Cavs, he just didn't work into that system. He never, it, it never looked comfortable. Of course, you know he claims he's only 75% healthy. Well, now and, that, and that's become a factor as well. You know in this trade, but you know I feel you know if Hill and 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 these other guys that the Cavs did get can stay healthy and you know I think they're they're pretty good role players. You know Rodney Hood is a guy that can. Fill it up from the three-point line. He could go for thirty or forty on any any given night, given playing time. And and the those two guys have not received the type of playing time that they probably will get in Cleveland. And so I, I look, you know, and I thought Cleveland dumped dumped some people that, that really were ineffective. And when you're when you're ineffective on a basketball court, and and you're playing, and, and some of these guys were starters, you know, that that the, they got they got rid of, but most of them were role players. And I, I look for Cleveland to be better but you know the one question I have it takes time to build chemistry I mean you just don't jump into a system and jump into onto a team and and all of a sudden within two or three weeks you know everything's everything's back rosy it's not going to be like that it's going to it's going to take a good month I think for this for them to figure out you know who's going to start who's going to come in what role they play on each team you know and the, the camaraderie of a basketball team is crucial and it's going to take time for this team to come together. I really believe that.
2: That's my thing too. I mean, there's only 29 games left that the Cavs have and that's not a whole lot of time to uh, gel. I think what they should do is somehow take a week off and go to Napa Valley where LeBron can uh, give everyone the wine that he loves and just connect that way.
0: Something. They're going to have to figure something out. Yeah, Yeah. We were talking about that off air, you know, well, where the tread jet deadline falls uh, at the end of the season here, there's, there's, like you said, there's only 29 games left for the Cavaliers. Um, but, you know, all they really need to do is, is find their way into the playoffs. And obviously I think they'll do that when LeBron James is on the roster. But the question here is, is can the, can the Cavaliers find their way back to the NBA finals, Jeff?
1: You know, I, I think it's, I think it's going to be a, a stretch for them to get to the NBA finals, you, you, you're not going to, you're not going to build that team camaraderie and what we had talked about with the chemistry, you know, within a three or four week period. And and it's not, it's not going to happen that quickly. And, and, you know, LeBron's getting older. I mean, he, he's, he's not as effective as he, as he once was. Kevin Love has really struggled with injuries and with, uh, you know, there, there's some, there's some issues, issues with him. There's some issues, you know, within the entire, entire Cleveland organization. So, you know, I think they have to do some climbing, you know, and figure out exactly, you know, who they are. You know, they don't—they don't have—they don't have, haven't had a direction all season. You know, they kept waiting for it to get back, and they, and they thought he was going to be the answer, and he was going to be the one to be able to fix all this. But you know, you, you've added Hood, you've added—you know—the other guys you've added aren't aren't great offensive players. They're they're the kinds of guys that that can get hot at certain times, but I don't I don't see them. Really, overcoming you know Boston and, and some of the teams. I mean, the 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 Knicks are decent, you know, and uh you know, but they're 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 a team that's maybe on the rise in the future. But I I think Boston's the team to beat, and you know, we got to remember Boston lost lost a great player really you know, the first game of the season, and they and they've still survived, you know. So they they have some team chemistry, and they're they're a fun team to watch. So uh, yeah, do the, are the Cavs going to make it to the finals? I don't think so.
0: Hmm. Oh wow. Okay, so that'd be a little bit of a hot take, but I, I think I would agree it's gonna to be tough for them to get through Boston and if anything, that should be a fun series when that time comes. Uh so all said and done, whether or not the Cavs do make it back to the finals, uh, you know, there's been a lot of speculation about LeBron leaving. Uh the Cleveland, just like they did in two thousand eight at the deadline, is is trying to to build a team around him that will make him wanna change his mind and stay because all intents and mm-hmm. purposes it looks like he's going to leave. So Jeff, do you do you think that's going to happen? Do you think LeBron leaves? And you know, I it's a you know it's a it's a tough guess here. But where do you think LeBron lands, and uh, calls a new home if he does leave?
1: Well, I, I heard a, I heard a stat today that uh, you know that, that the Lakers have obviously opened up a lot of cap space, and I think it's somebody in somewhere in the neighborhood of seventy million. And is that is that going to be enough to draw LeBron to the to the Lakers? And is that going to, could that happen? It could could happen. It's you know LeBron's later later in his career. He's he's to the point where you know he doesn't want to go to anywhere but a contender. And do you consider the Lakers a contender? You know at this point, mm-hmm. I, I really don't. Point. I, I think they're a couple years away if if not maybe even longer they have a lot of young players they they, i live in dent i mean i live I, I live in colorado so i see the nuggets a lot it's like the nuggets the nuggets are a, a great they have great young talent the lakers have great young talent they have you know alonzo ball and they have now they have it does, does, does he go want to go play back with uh with it again you know so he's got he's got some decisions to make and you know, a lot of it has to do with family. A lot of it has to do with the, the last time he left, you know, went from Miami to Cleveland. then they were he's talking about leaving Cleveland and he was going to do that again. And, you know, everything was going to about ready to blow up again. And, um, you know, of course, of course, uh, you know, Wade, Wade goes back to the, to the heat. So now you have, <laughs> I mean, this has been a, it's been a crazy trade, you know, trading deadline the, the last three or four days was, uh, it was a, it was an amazing amazing thing to watch because I, I don't think I've ever seen a team get blown up like this over the course of uh, you know really a twenty four hour period. But will LeBron leave? You know, it, it's it's hard to tell. It's hard to tell. I, I I think he's gonna he's gonna see what happens with with this group of guys and see if it. The, the question I had, and I, I read this in, in a lot of you know. In, uh, People people had to, had to, had this on their mind. They thought LeBron was behind all these trades. You know whether you believe that or not. Um, I'm, I'm sure he had some in, input, but whether he was behind it, uh, I'm not. I'm not so sure. Uh, but yeah. you know, I I think LeBron's going to stay at least and see this through. You know, obviously through the season, and then of course he becomes a free agent. Um, where where he goes from here? Um, I, you know, I, I don't see him going to the Lakers. I really don't. I, I could I could see it happening somewhere else with a team that's right now a contender, but uh, I don't see the Lakers being a contender for two or three years. He should go to the Warriors. <laughs>
0: yeah, well, there's speculation on that. He did well, not deny the
2: fact. They need some
0: help. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I think that's <laughs> a big factor there, too. I mean, if he goes to the Los Angeles Lakers, um, you know, like you said, there may be a year or two away that it's, it's a lot of young talent there. Uh, will they be able to put a, a team together that's good enough to to compete with a team like the Warriors, who are seemingly at the top of the mountain there for the foreseeable future in the West? Uh, we're right. talking with Jeff Lutofsky here, director of Forward Mile NBA and the Coach and Cold Show Forward Mile Podcast Network. Uh, we talked about Isaiah Thomas a little bit. We mentioned him. Let's talk about that. He ends up in Los Angeles, and Magic Johnson told the media yesterday that the move had a lot to do with finding a mentor for Lonzo Ball. Um, in your opinion, can IT start again in L.A.? I mean, can he get back to uh, his old form, his, you know, his playing days in, in Boston, or, or do you think he's had his, his 15 minutes of fame, so to speak, already in the NBA?
1: You know he, he's he's dealt with such you know with, with all the all the personal things that have gone on in his life you know with with uh, you know his family and with the, the injury that he went through, and a lot of guys you know re- recover from those and you know like I said I I heard today that he claims that he's 75 to 80 percent back, and you know he may not may not ever get to 100 percent this this season, so it's it's hard to tell you know he's not he's not a big guy, and you know big guys you know tend to tend to have trouble with with injuries in the NBA because the NBA is such a physical league. You know whether whether or not he can he can survive this. I know he's he's a tough guy mentally and you know he was I mean he was he was in the MVP conversation a year ago. You know he's the kind of guy that you know really could carry a team. Uh we haven't at least I haven't seen it in the games that I've watched him this year where he can really take over a game like he used to. And he's really, he's not an old guy. He's got, he's got plenty of years left. So, you know, I just think it's the way he reacts to what, you know, going to LA, you know, fitting in, trying to, trying to, you know, work that team chemistry and see, see what happens there. I mean, I'm, I'm a, I I like Alonzo ball. I think Alonzo ball has a a big upside. He, uh, he's a a kind of kid. I mean, I'd hate, I I wish he'd change his shot. Like, like almost everybody (laughs) in the country. Because that's that's sort of ugly to watch, but he's he's the kind of guy that he, great ability. He 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 does a lot of things on the floor. If you if you play any fantasy sports, you love to have him on on the floor because he does a lot on the floor. He you know he's not just not just a you know plays one side of the one side of the floor where he just you know shoots and throws you know he, he rebounds. He he has assists. He steals the ball. He does a lot of good things. It will I mean that'll be a great influence for him, but you know there there's another question you got so you got two injured point guards in LA how how right. good is that for the for the for the team you know where where do you go and then you got I, I was a i was a big jordan clarkson fan i think that guy he should have been starting you know in in, in for the for the lakers and many times and and uh, he, you know he's the kind of guy comes off the bench instant offense you know he he gets into he gets into the offensive flow quickly and he's the kind of guy, I, I love that. I loved him, So, but they got rid of him. So now you have two injured point guards, so where do you go from here? You know, it's a, it's a, it's a difficult decision, and it's, it's something that they're going to have to deal with and try to – I mean, I, I wouldn't want to be, um, you know, a, a Laker fan right now because I, I think it's going to be – you know, it's been a tough season as it is to watch these young guys develop, but they, they you know, Kuzma is a great player. Um, they got rid of Nance. I love Nance too. I think Nance is, is a, has a big upside, but he's a, you know, he's a one-way player. He's, he's not a player that, uh, you know, is going to give, going to give you 30 points a game. He's going to, he's going to give you 15 and 10. And he's that, he's that kind of guy. He's going to, he's going to work the boards and do a lot of that. So I thought the Lakers gave up a couple of guys that really had some upside and were really going to, you know, be, we're going to hear from you in the future. And, um, Uh, if you're, if you're IT, I I think it's a great situation for a ball when he, when he does get healthy and, you know, IT can teach him the ropes and, and, you know, there's, there's nobody better. You know, there's a lot of, lot of good point guards in the league and he's one of them that can show him the way.
0: Yeah. Well, that's what they're hoping there in Laker nation. Uh, One more before we let you go here, Jeff, Uh, the warriors are still the warriors of course with, with the guys they've got on that roster but they haven't been as dominant as they were the last few seasons. Uh, but when it's all said and done here this season, can anyone dethrone them in the West, or is it going to be another Warriors Finals?
1: I, I, I think the only team that really has a chance to do that is Houston. You know, Houston has – I mean, the, the addition of Chris Paul has made them um, – I mean, they're a force. They're a force to be reckoned with. The, the only thing they don't have, they don't have a whole bunch of depth coming in. Which is what, which is one of the reasons why the Warriors are so good the last couple of years, and and I, the Warriors lost a couple of those guys, you know, to free agency. The guys jump ship, and 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 the Warriors aren't as good a team when the second group comes in, as they were as they've been. And of course, they've dealt with a lot of injuries this year. Every one of their, every one of their starters has had difficulty. They, they they don't have a center. They've never had a center. That, that you know, Pachula, you know, he's a, he's a, a, a strong player who. You know, all he does is rebounds. He might get a might get a bucket here or there, and but you know that that's that's what they're missing. But on the other hand, I I really love Capella. You know, in Houston, and with Capella, Harden, Paul, and some of their role players that that can shoot the three, uh, I th- I think Houston really has a chance to get to the NBA finals. I I, I think it's going to be. You know, we we haven't talked anything about Oklahoma City, but we know Oklahoma Oklahoma, Oklahoma City has some issues as well. They 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 don't have a bench. They don't have you know they lost the starter. They have some guys that that have filled in. I mean, they're, they're top three guys and Paul George is one of the great players in the NBA. Westbrook is you know the Energizer Bunny. He's fun to watch. He's a, he's a guy that uh, you know I, I just I can't I can't believe somebody has that kind of motor. You know that uh, and it's continuous the entire game he probably could play steroids. two or three games in a day, you know <laughs> oh, yeah, no
3: doubt <laughs> <laughs> but
1: it, it, you know those those are the three teams if if Oklahoma City can figure out a way to, to 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 have their substitutes come in and be effective and and really try to get on a roll i mean Carmelo hasn't been hasn't been the answer you know in my opinion, but when you have Paul George and Westbrook on the same team. I mean, those two guys are capable of going going for 50 points a night, and uh, they're gonna they're gonna be a factor. But I, I see Houston, I see Houston getting to the NBA Finals, and and really, I, I see Houston maybe winning it all. If you want to, if you want a bold prediction, you know, with with 30, we'll 39, take. 40 games left in the season, there you go. You got you got Houston. Houston's gonna win the NBA title. And Cleveland's not gonna be in
2: it. So, so
0: yeah, so two bold no. predictions here. It could be a Houston, Boston. <laughs> NBA Finals, according to Jeff Latofsky, sports editor for the Pueblo Chieftain and director of Forward Mile NBA. You can find him on Twitter, at Jeff Latofsky, his name, folks. It's not hard to find, not hard to figure out. You can find him there. And Jeff, thanks for dropping by, and we'll talk to you again soon, buddy.
1: Enjoyed it, guys. Have a great night.
0: All right, you too. All right, Jeff Lutovsky, Ford Mile NBA director. Uh interesting prediction there. Yeah. Out of Jeff. Um, I don't think it's that far fetched though. It it is possible.
2: Yeah, Warriors guys get hurt.
0: You think so? You think
2: it's Warriors all the way?
0: Yeah. No matter what. Yeah, Because it seems like you know, these teams and like we talked about earlier, I, I was we were asked, I was talking about the Warriors and he said, Well, it's a regular season. They're just they're just kind of going through the motion once a playoffs start. I think they will be a different really animal.
2: tired right now. I think I mean they even said that. But yeah. I think the majority of teams are tired due to the fact that the season got pushed up but the all star break did not get pushed up. Right. So it's kind of weird. Right. But even besides that, like just the fact that they've been to what three straight finals now? Yep. It just kinda of wears on you. And it's not just one player. Like LeBron's been to to what, six? Seven something like that, yeah. But he's done it on two different teams. Right. This is the same team, basically, three years straight playing 100-plus games. Right. And I feel like a few of these guys played in either the FIBA or the, or the Olympics. Right. So it's a lot of basketball. Yeah. And it's not like – I don't feel like fans know or, or understand that just because they're not playing basketball during the season doesn't mean they're not playing basketball. Right. You guys play all the time or else you're probably not going to be that good. Yeah. So it kind of wears on you. A lot of, lot of, uh, uh,
0: uh, high stakes basketball
2: going on with the Warriors.
0: <laughs> well, eighty-two game season is long enough, and then, like you said, you add another twenty, twenty-five games yeah. in the playoffs. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's a lot of wear and tear on the knees and back and just ankles and foot
2: and, and just your mind. Probably. Yeah,
0: yeah it's taxing. I'm sure. See, so, yeah, that's a good point. Um, I think, luckily
2: we only play on Mondays.
0: Yeah, you and I. Yeah. Because
2: I don't. I don't recover till like Saturday. <laughs> yeah, I know.
0: Can you imagine? Yeah. Uh, now I know what Richard Sherman was talking about. Yeah. About the recovery hey, time. Hey,
2: <laughs> I, I mean, is our forty-minute basketball league the same as the NFL? I'm not going to say it's not. Right. You know. <laughs> right. Right.
0: And I, I don't know. I think here's the here's the here's the cap in question here with with okay, that prediction. I'm ready. Do you think? That it would be good for the NBA to have Rockets Celtics, or is this amazing storyline of warriors versus LeBron basically uh you know w- would that continuing be would be better for the league which which scenario is better
2: I think anything with LeBron is better, oh, just based on the fact that it's either everyone wants to watch LeBron win or everyone wants. Watch LeBron lose. Okay. And it doesn't matter if it's a Houston or, or the Golden State Warriors. Yeah. It doesn't no matter who I, in the West. Houston, I think, would still be really fun. And yeah. people would still be, you know, it's not the Warriors, so LeBron has to win. And now that he, let's say, he struggles in the finals, oh my God, LeBron sucks. Right. Because, you know, right. it has to be one way or the other. Right. Yeah. I think Boston would be very fun for Boston fans.
0: Right. I mean, their fan base is spoiled enough
2: as far as professional sports go. If you're a uh, strictly Boston fan yeah, right. for all sports. Right.
0: That's um, a good
2: point, yeah. So, and I think it's a big, well, we know it's a big market, so you know, in if, general, I think if that, Boston beats Cleveland yeah. in the in the conference finals, yes. that is their NBA finals, because I don't see them beating Golden State. I okay. think they could beat Houston possibly, hmm. Um I don't see anybody beating Golden State,
0: though, that's the thing. Okay. So, that's course my... So, Golden State all the way?
2: Yeah. Uh, Seriously, LeBron to Golden State. Let's do it.
0: Wow. That, that, would, that would ruin the league. The league would be over. LeBron um,
2: signed for, like, five million a year. So, you know, don't go over <laughs> the cap.
0: You know, I'm surprised that some of these guys, now that the super team stuff is happening, can't they, can't they work on a deal? Like, let's say, for instance, uh, you know, the owner of Houston, and, mm-hmm. I, and his name slipped in my head. I, I can't. Up.
2: No, that's that's Warriors. Um Maury. No. No. That's GM.
0: Yeah. Anyways, well, whatever Thanks. it doesn't matter. Any yeah. owner for any team, right? All these teams have part you know, corporate partners and, and you know, like whether it be food, they have all these sponsors. I mean, they
2: have their logo on their on their gym that's, Right. Home.
0: Now they have the yeah. Okay. Why can't they work out a deal with, say, you know, for Boston General Electric? General Electric's one of the biggest companies in the world. Mm-hmm. Why couldn't they recruit a guy and say, "We're gonna, you're only gonna take a three million dollar hit off our cap. We'll pay you three million dollars a year, but General Electric's gonna sign a contract with you and pay you forty million dollars a year." To be like a spokesperson. To be like a spokesperson, like and and package that together. They could can, a hundred percent avoid any salary cap problem and sign anybody they want.
2: There's gotta be so many rules against that. I don't know why though.
0: I mean, I know why, yeah. but I'm saying like. How how could they you know if if X you know, like certain players says, okay. Yeah, I okay. accept that so, so hold
2: on. So let's say uh who's the team in Florida? Or Orlando. Yeah. Let's say their sponsor was uh Gatorade because that's where it was like originally right. like, somewhere down in Florida. Right. And Gatorade sponsors athletes already. Right. So what like you're saying like that would be the only thing that would be like cross tampering, I think. Because if I'm already like um. Gatorade sponsored athlete, and then I signed to like the Gatorade team. Right. I feel like that'd be tampering.
0: I don't know because how could the NBA come down and say, "Hey, listen, Magic, you aren't paying this guy enough. You need to pay him more." Like, how can you? How can somebody else come down and say, "I'm not paying my employee, and the employee's not even complaining.
2: He has no problem with what he's being paid." Well, nobody's coming out and saying that. Nobody would say that because it's not not a thing that like, hey, you need to pay LeBron more. No one's going to say that,
0: right? But I mean, what would be the it would be very hard for them to regulate something like that? Is I guess what I'm
2: getting at. I'm sure they already have. You, that's why that's not a thing now. Probably. You think so? I be feel worth like we know it. so because there also be a thing already. You think
0: so? Okay. That's,
2: you think per, it would be a thing if it were possible?
1: I think there's already. Rules I
2: think it's out a great idea. It. I also think it's a great idea, but I'm just saying I think there's rules against it right now. Okay, that's That's why it's
0: not there. Well, interesting. Whew, Boston
2: Rockets. The Boston Rockets.
0: Could happen. Could happen. All right, I got to get your thoughts on the big contract signing this week because we had the NBA trade deadline, and we had this in the news yesterday. And that is Jimmy Garoppolo. Signs a five-year deal worth a total of $137.5 million with the San Francisco 49ers, making him the league's highest-paid player after only seven starts in his career. Mm -hmm. So, first of all, what are your thoughts on the 49ers giving him this contract with
2: so little time played? Well, they had to do it because it's either... Franchise tag him and end up like Kirk Cousins. Okay. Which is I mean, he's getting like twenty seven and a half mil a year. Yeah. About that. The franchise tag would have been like twenty six. So right. that's not a big difference. Um and if you don't sign him, you know, like the whole plan was to sign him in the first place right. for that trade. So if right. you don't sign him, what the hell are you doing? Right. So I don't hate it. Um, I mean he's gonna be the highest paid player for like a year maybe. Yeah, this is going to be a domino effect. Matt he, Ryan, right. Aaron Rodgers, Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins this offseason might even top it already. Right.
0: Well, I would think – I would assume so because, I mean, Garoppolo only played seven games, and while he's played really good in those but seven he, games – He's
2: also super good-looking. That's the thing, too. Oh, Maybe,
0: okay. His smile.
2: Okay. So he's,
0: he won them over with his charm. He's
2: better looking than Tom Brady. Patriots traded the wrong guy. You <laughs> think Garoppolo would have lost that Super Bowl? I don't think so. Oh, wow. Well, no, that's
0: mine. my thought was is that could it could this have been a diabolical plan from the beginning from the New England Patriots to trade Garoppolo let him get some work in down there in San Fran and then after the season's over, come on back. We're going to give you that deal that you wanted. It's oh, going to be incentive laden uh, and you're going to replace Brady and you're going to lead us to the promised land when you're ready.
2: That would make no sense.
0: It would be very, I mean, what a plot that would be. I mean, that would be really something. But My question, like you and I were talking about when this happened, right? Like what – if I'm the GM, if I'm John Lynch, who came out and said, we wanted to make Jimmy a niner for a long time, a long, long time. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: That process is going to take place here. We're eager to get that done, to have the opportunity. You have our assurances, and the fans do, and we'd like nothing more to make him a niner for a long, long time. And that's what they did, end quote. So if I was him – I wonder how these negotiations started and, and ended and well, we know how they ended, but how these <laughs> negotiations went, because I would, if this was me, I would have said, all right, um, we'll give you a nice signing bonus, but I want to give you, you know, maybe a year with a team option or a year and just, I, I want to give you like 8 million, 9 million, 10 million, somewhere in there with incentive laden, uh, an incentive laden contract. Or maybe it is for a longer period of time, but it's it builds up. It's not boom. Here's all this money right away. You know, he plays all 16 games. He gets something. He throws for over 3,500 yards. He gets something. He has his completion percentage over 60%. He gets something. Something like that. He Makes the Pro Bowl. He gets something. Right. Um, if That's if in they there. make the playoffs, get, you're right. That stuff's probably in there. You're just saying for more money. But it just makes – yeah, it's just really hard for me to comprehend a guy like this. Well, here's like what that.
2: i do if I'm Jimmy. Okay, well, I'm not signing. There goes your quarterback.
0: And that's probably the way it went.
2: I mean, Because he has all the leverage. Right. Because you just traded for me. Right. And like I just said, like, you either franchise tag me or sign me to this deal. Either way, you're I'm getting a shitload of money. And right. if you franchise tag me, you're looking like the Washington football team in a few years.
0: Yeah. And Garoppolo's agent is probably – Speaking of which – did you see that
2: story? Uh, yes. Somebody f- pretended to be him? Yes, in? yes, Okay, yes. so if you didn't see the story, it's real funny. I'll see if I can recap it real quick without any notes. or.
0: It's been everywhere. It's, yeah,
2: it's, uh, so this, this prankster, uh, I think his name was Nick. Yep. Nick in Boston. Imagine that. Yeah, so <laughs> he, he texted uh, some writer who apparently sucks, uh, from what I can gather. Um, saying, hey, this is Don Yee, the agent of both Garoppolo. On Twitter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fact check <laughs> yourself, bro. Like, um, Are you kidding me? Of Garoppolo and Tom Brady saying, um, Tom Brady now is going to sit or he needs to get paid more than yeah. Garoppolo. Right. And then this guy, I forget his name, the writer who actually wrote the thing, doesn't fact check anything. He just goes with it and then writes up this whole article about uh, Tom Brady's going to sit out or get paid $30 million a year. Right. And it came out that it was fake, and then it was a whole thing. It's pretty funny that it, some prankster can just, hey, I'm this source, and the guy just, okay, let me write this. And editor goes, this looks good. Did you fact check it? No. Who cares? Well, this, you know what's interesting about this guy? Uh, he was
0: actually fired. From the Boston Globe Jeez, for plagiarism. That's what
2: I'm saying. He sucks.
0: And then uh, the Boston Herald, Herald yeah. brings this guy in. And if you go to the Boston Herald, there's actually stories that they wrote about this guy plagiarizing on the from the Boston Globe, but yet they hired him anyway. How does this guy think in his mind? This is a great idea. I got the inside scoop before. I mean, he's that desperate for clicks, that desperate
2: to just for a story, yeah.
0: to, to be, yeah. And it's completely false. I mean, how. What are you doing? Mind boggling like, that had even happened, right? And then, because when it came out, it was like, oh my God, this is a credible
2: publication. So people think it's legit. Yeah. And it's coming from Don Yee, the agent of yeah. all people. Right. But it's not Don Yee. It's just some guy saying that he was. And yeah. yeah.
0: The, the, the one thing that was weird to me, too, was the fact that it said upfront money. Like, he's not going to play unless it's upfront money. That term really isn't used in the NFL. It's not upfront money. You either get guaranteed money in the first three years. Or it's
2: guaranteed. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's
0: the guaranteed money, like not upfront money. I mean, so that part of it
2: was weird. I don't know. And wouldn't you – I think the best part for me was that there was a phone call. Yeah. And he talked to this guy. (laughs) And you're telling me that Nick from Boston (laughs) was able to – Sounds like Don Yee. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, this is uh, Tom Brady's agent here. Yeah, this is Don Yee. Uh, yeah, we want all the money. Uh, that's basically what we told the Patriots. So, uh, go Tom. <laughs> go print it. And that was it. And then...
3: Zing!
2: <laughs> Unbelievable. Really.
0: It doesn't... It that's yeah. Hilarious. It's hilarious. It's ridiculous.
2: But yeah, he's not going to be the uh, highest paid for a while. I mean... From... I think until Kirk Cousins gets signed, I think that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I mean, Stafford was. I think Tannehill was at one point. Ryan freaking Tannehill. Right. Or as close to it. It's kind of like a cycle that goes on with quarterbacks. Pretty soon, Aaron Rodgers is going to get paid. Eventually, they got to
0: draw the line though, because it just keeps getting higher and higher and higher and higher. And eventually, these players are going to be so handcuffing to their teams that. It's it's going to hurt these teams,
2: you know. Beyond beyond, uh, there's going to be two things that need to happen. Either you take that a uh, pay cut, you know, or just don't sign as much, or they need to reconfigure the I don't know what they call them in the NFL, the CBA, right, NBA, NFL, um, where they can differentiate or like move around some numbers. So the draft or not the draft, but the uh, salary cap is different or the or the hard cap as if or something.
0: Well, you know what it needs to be? There needs to be a max contract, just like the NBA.
2: There's a max. I don't think the NBA needs a max contract, though. I think they should take that away.
0: Well, I'm just saying for this, this theoretically, what we're saying here, it would be perfect. Like, you can only have this much of your team's cap with one player. And that would just eliminate and that. would be that.
2: positional, too.
0: Right. Yeah. You're probably right. Yeah, it would be positional. I got to sneeze, I think. Okay. Orange juice.
2: Well, Garoppolo. Set you say that every time and you don't sneeze.
0: Really? Orange yeah. juice. I'm gonna have to try well, that. Well, you have to look up. And I like uh, Seven Up and orange juice. Have you ever tried that? Gross. Haven't tried it. Haven't I mean, had it for a long, long involved, time.
2: I hope because if you're just drinking that together, that's just no,
0: fun. no, no. You can just drink it. Like, there's probably a name for it, but yeah, just Seven Up or Sprite and orange juice, and it's very tasty. It gives it a little uh,
2: citrus, you know, citrus kick
0: little kick, and the carbonation uh, feels really nice on your tongue. What? (laughs) (laughs) It does. It does. I tried to not. I know.
2: It's just one of those deals. Well, hey, it's
0: been another great show.
2: Probably the best one of the week.
0: Yeah, obviously. Four Mile Podcast Network. I'm on Twitter at Coach037. He's on Twitter at thatkidcole 715 We're on Twitter at coachy Cole, Facebook.com slash coachy Cole. Forward mile pod, forwardmile.com, draftmanager.com. How many of these do I have to say? I don't know. Before the music ends. Thanks again to Jeff Latofsky, director of Forward Mile NBA. And we'll see what happens there. It'll be interesting. Yes. This is Ben, Coach the Show.
2: I am the coach. And I'm going to have to go pick up a pizza because it's National Pizza Day. Yeah, me too. I'm going to have to go do that.